All right, I got my shoes tied tight. I got a pot in sight. I got a water bottle full of agua because it's the only thing I can drink because of my, um, my being allergic to everything. So says the food sensitivity test, which I must say, guys, a lot of people hit me up being like, do not believe food sensitivity tests. They're bullshit. Eat whatever you want. Drink whatever you want. It's all total bullshit and hocus pocus. To that, I say, is that true? Or is that what you have been telling yourself because you got a similar like reading and you were like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm pushing through. I don't care. Gonna live with the diarrhea because it's worth it because cheese is worth it. Cheese is worth diarrhea. It's true. And so is a night out drinking beer. It's sometimes it's worth it. Bread is worth diarrhea. Damn it. It's true. It's fucked up that God would do that to us. You know, he would make something so amazing like beer or bread or cheese and then say, you know what? That's going to give you diarrhea, though. And then you have to make a life decision. Do you want to have diarrhea or do you want happiness? Do you want happiness now or later? You decide. <laughs> I've made God like a like a, almost like an evil <laughs> Disney villain. <laughs> we die. We go to the pearly gates. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to heaven. You must make a decision, cheese, now or diarrhea later. <laughs> In life, you decided to choose cheese, which means you failed my first test. And now you burn in, <laughs> in eternity. That's all hell is. Just a bunch of people who were like, fuck it, I'm drinking beer, eating cheese. <laughs> They're all down there burning in hell being like, you know what? It's hot, but it probably was worth it. What up, wife tears? Your boy. So Brandy's in, I think she's in Argentina right now. She just posted a video of her like performing in a very green suit. I don't know, guys. It wasn't my favorite suit that I've seen her wear. But you know what? She's killing it. It was diamond status content because there was thousands of people in the audience. It was bonkers. And so I'm so happy for her. I'm so proud of her. So that means she's not going to be on the show today, which is okay. I was talking to Sarah about it because Sarah's in Berlin. So normally Sarah would fill in in this, in this situation. And if that doesn't work, usually I go get Derek and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, you know what? I was talking to Sarah about this. I was like, you know, I want to go see if, I want to see if I can do the show by myself. Can I just sit here and talk for 45 minutes and be somewhat entertaining to you? Or do I need someone there talking back to me? And I think I can do it because I used to do four hours every day as a morning show host. I didn't really have anyone to go back and forth with. Actually, that's not true. I had Higgins, my traffic guy. And then I always had interns come in. But anyways, I feel like I can do it. And if I can't, then this episode's going to suck. If not, maybe this episode's great. Who knows? Maybe it's so good that, like, uh, I just go do another podcast where I just rant for 45 minutes and you guys listen to that. Maybe not. I don't know. But here we are. My lips are chapped like a mofo. And there's nothing I can do about it, really. Because I think chapstick's bullshit. I don't think it really heals you. I think it just protects you for about 25 minutes until you've licked it off or you've eaten something and then the chapstick goes away and then the giant cavern of scar tissue on the lip opens back up, exposes the elements, and you just got to deal with it. So I got chap lips, chap lips, chap lips. So here we go. Let's do a show where um, I just talked to you guys for 45 minutes. Oh, I've got an idea too. I went on Instagram and I asked you guys to send me DMs 
of your favorite things. So all the YFTers over there at uh, at YFT podcast on Instagram have been sending me DMs saying what their favorite thing was. And I explicitly said, hey, use voice notes so I can put your voice on the show. And literally nobody did it. They just wrote it out. And that's all well and good. But like if I want to play your voice on the podcast, I can't imitate everyone's voice because then everyone's just going to sound like erotic grandpa. So then I had to go make another video being like, hey, guys, voice notes plus. So I'm getting some more. So I think later on in the show, maybe we'll close out with your guys's favorite things. We've been wanting to do this for a while, but I'm lazy and I'm the one who produces this whole thing. And usually after Brandy and I are done, we've got like an hour of pod and I can just be like, I don't need to go get a bunch of audio from other people. But today, your boy, all by himself. So you guys will serve as Brandy today. Okay. I feel like we should still play the sound effect. It's weird because like now this is, it's kind of a part of the show now. It's almost like my theme song. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. All right. We should start the show. Is it you or me? Oh, it's me. Bros and hoes, you're listening to Your Favorite Thing Podcast with Wells. Ah! And you guys, because y'all are going to be on the show a little bit later. So, bro, I mean, we'll just start with Bachelor because we watched the finale, but we didn't watch the live show because we had it sent over to us earlier. So we didn't see what happens in the end. I didn't even watch it. I just saw that Susie and Clayton are together and what? What? Wait, 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 What? What is happening? Thought you dumped him, and then he tried to dump you, and then he tried to get you back, and then you dumped him again, and then now you're back together? I'm confused. I thought, Suze, Suze, what are you doing? Thought you were going to be the bachelorette, and now we've got two bachelorettes. Listen. I defend Bachelor Nation always, but they're seldom wrong. And I love Gabby and I love Rachel. I think I love Gabby more, but I do think Rachel's like ready to get engaged. Whereas I'm not sure if Gabby's just like kind of, kind of in it for like the bit, you know, she's like kind of just having fun, whatever. I think they're both deserving of being the Bachelorette. Totally fine with that. Hated what they did with Caitlin and Britt when they made like the guys vote. That was just, eh. Not necessary. So now you're going to have two women dating a bunch of dudes. So let me just break it down so I can understand. Because I don't know if you know if this is right. I haven't talked to anyone from the show of like how this is all going to work. But what I assume is going to happen is that they're both going to be the Bachelorette. And there's going to be a bunch of guys. Probably more than they've ever had before. And then they are all going to date both of them. There's going to be a guy who's going to get to date both of them. And then they could fight with each other over one guy. Sarah Highland Ring. Ooh, Sarah's calling. Let's see if we, let's put her on the show. Hi. Hi, baby. Oh, I'm sorry, you're recording. Yeah, you're on the show right now, though, so. Oh, hello, IFTRs. How are you doing? Why are you talking like Anna Delvey? Oh, that wasn't my Anna Delvey. Oh, what was it? I, I, I have no idea what that was. Oh. Anna Delvey's like, why are you so basic? <laughs> oh, why are you the money? Oh, why are you the money? I can pay. I can pay. It's a problem with the bank. My father just forgot the transfer. I can pay. Um, how was your day? My day was good. It was long, but it was good. I've been up since 3 a.m. and it is now 6.45 and 
I have an hour drive back to my hotel, and then I have a table read at 8.30. Two table reads, back to back. I was just talking about how I thought the new Bachelorette's going to go. What are your thoughts? Well, so so they've got Gabby and they've got Rachel, right? But they're not going to, like, do the Brit-Caitlin thing where the guys choose. They're both going to be the Bachelorette. So in, God. So here's what I think they're going to do. So I think they're going to have a bunch of guys date both of them, right? Probably more guys than they've ever had before. But then what's going to happen is there's going to be a guy that's going to be able to date both of them. And then what if they both like the one guy? Then they're going to start fighting between themselves for one guy. And then it'll be The Bachelor all over again. Yeah. I just don't understand why they always do this with women. Why can't they have two bachelors, huh? Yeah. I don't know if I love it. Who knows? It might be great. I just don't want it to turn into a thing of where they are not getting what they deserve. You yeah. know? Where it's like the guys like turn things on them. Yeah. Kind of stuff. I hope it is very much separated. Once they like pick the guys that they're interested in kind of stuff. I hope that they like separate it, but you know, they're not going to do that because they love the drama. I just think it is atrocious. Yeah. I mean, we already have a show where a bunch of guys will date a bunch of girls and then there's a bunch of drama That's... and it's bachelor in paradise. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we have that already. Yeah. So we just doing like a stripped down version of bachelor in paradise, but um, in Agora Hills and then maybe other locales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I just want the best for Gabby and Rachel. That's all I want. That's all anybody wants. I got some fave things, bro. Okay, what do you got? I am a newfound fan of Venom. Ding, ding, ding. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Uh, I watched both of the Venoms back-to-back, back, two days in a row. I really like those films. I think it's great. I love Venom. He's so sweet. Big, scary alien that loves eating brains, but, like, he's such a sweet, scary alien that loves eating brains. I like him a lot. Big puppy dog. Is he more bad than good or more good than bad? I'd say he's more good than bad. He's an anti-hero. Yeah, he's so sweet. I love Venom. I also watched the new Scream. What'd you think? I liked it. I did. You know, I enjoyed it, and they had some really cool, like, the final scene really kind of, like, takes place in the final scene of the first scream in the house mm -hmm. and stuff. I liked it. I say if you got time to kill and you don't, and you're like, eh, I don't know what I want to watch, watch, and you're, like, in the mood for, like, a scary movie, watch Scream. It's cute. All right. I also watched all of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. This is what I do. I've just been working and watching TV. <laughs> so season three of Maisel. I think four. Four, okay. Whatever the latest season was, absolutely love it. I just also really love the fast-paced nature of Amy Sherman Palladino's writing, as well as the actor. They are so good. We finally, maybe, spoiler alert, kind of, might get, like, a nice payoff for the will-they-won't-they kind of stuff with Lenny and Midge. And that's very satisfying. It's wonderful. Okay. Love that. Love Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season four. Oh, I started the dropout last night. Brandy talked about that a couple episodes ago. She loves it. I watched the first episode. Didn't love it. Why not? I just thought it was kind of slow, and it was a little derivative of Inventing Anna, and I thought Inventing Anna was a little bit better. I see. Uh, oh, you know what I have that I have not seen, but 
I had a your favorite thing for Adam. <laughs> for Adam who? Divine? For Adam Divine. He loves the show Snowfall on FX and told me to give it a shot. I think there are like five seasons out, though, so I need to, like, buckle down. A look into the early days of the crack cocaine epidemic in Los Angeles during the beginning of the 1980s. Snowfall on FX and Hulu. I'm into that. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for inadvertently having me. I know. I was like, <laughs> I started the show being like, this is going to be great. I'm going to do this all myself. And then five minutes in, you call and I'm like, well, all right. She's, she's on the show. Uh, my spidey senses were tingling. And yeah. I said, uh, you're trying to do something without me? <laughs> no to the no. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, mister. All right. I love you so much. I love you. Bye. Okay, bye. Well, that was nice. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring this show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible Weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. My plan of doing the show by myself is quickly falling apart. I went from a show where it was just going to be me to I'm going to probably have the most people we've ever had on the show to date on. So, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so I mean, I guess closing out the Bachelor thing, I, I just hope it works. I understand Sarah's apprehension. I think they are the same as mine. The show has already been on a rocky road in terms of public opinion about touchy subjects. And this just seems like a recipe for backlash. Eh, maybe? I don't know. But it also seems like a recipe for drama. We're all about that life. What else? You got some fave things, bro? Bro. I finally watched Spider-Man. No Way Home. Hot take. Hot take. Okay? Didn't love the first half of Spider-Man No Way Home. I know. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? And this is what happened. I watched it in two parts. I watched the first half. And by the way, this is spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but whatever. It's been out for a while. I'm watching it. And it's all the bad guys. He brings in all the bad guys from the other movies. Doc Ock, Sandman, Green Goblin, Lizard Guy. Kind of wrangles them all together. And I'm like, hey, listen, guys, not here for the bad guys. I'm here because I want to see Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield do the Spider-Man meme when they're all pointing at each other. I want to see the parallel universe interglide, you know? Willem Dafoe, you're amazing. But I'm not here for that. I'm here for Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire's my Spider-Man. That's what I need. The first half of it, I was like, ah, take, leave. 
But then finally, when all three Spider-Mans came in, I was like, okay, I get it. And then, yes, it's fantastic. And I want to say something that's going to be tough for a lot of, like, us millennials to hear, but I believe it, and I believe it to be true. Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man, okay? Much like all you Gen Xers out there, Tom Holland is your Spider-Man. And for a lot of people who are kind of in between, maybe Andrew Garfield is your Spider-Man. But for me, I'm old enough that Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man. The truth of the matter is, is that Michael Keaton is my Batman, even though I'm a little too young for that. But Val Kilmer was kind of trash and George Clooney was kind of trash. As much as I love Christian Bale, Michael Keaton was my Batman. Jack Nicholas was my Joker. Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man, guys. But what I learned in Spider-Man No Way Home is that Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man. He's not my Spider-Man, but he's the best one. He's the best actor. And I hate to say this because they're all three actors and it's like comparing Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden. Or, I don't know, for you younger folks out there, Harry, Zane, Niall. You know? It's tough. They're all great, but, you know, Harry is the best of them. Sorry. Sorry, Gigi. Harry's the best. You know? And this, is like, this is something that I had to come to terms with is that, guys, Andrew Garfield is just such a, an amazing actor. Like, there's this one scene where we're on the roof and all three Spider-Men are kind of, like, having this moment talking about loss. You know, Tom Holland is crying and, you know, Toby Spider-Man is older and he's kind of been through it. So he's kind of, like, holding that tear in his eye. You can tell that, like, he has evolved as a, you know, more mature Spider-Man. So he's come to terms with this pain. And then Andrew Garfield's scene, it's just scene steal bonanza. I will say this. Spider-Man No Way Home is great. And like what they're able to do by bringing in all the different multiverses and everything, fantastic. I loved it. Go check it out. You know, if you watch the credits through, you know, they always have a little scene at the end of the credits. Marvel loves doing that. It's like the modern day secret songs. You guys remember CDs that had secret songs on them? That was one of my favorite things. Those are gone now. But now Marvel took them. And the last scene is Tom Hardy at a bar and then all of a sudden disappears. And obviously like, okay, we're going to get more Venom. Ipso facto. That's why Sarah's been watching a lot of Venom. Spider-Man No Way Home. Go check it out. Dude, I started watching this documentary today. It's called Bad Vegan. Have you guys heard of it? It's on Netflix. And oh my God. It's in the same vein of Tinder Swindler and the Puppet Master. In that it's about a woman who gets like totally manipulated by some dude claiming crazy stuff like he's in the CIA and shit and he's in black ops. Here's the tag. After marrying a mysterious man who claimed he could make her dog immortal, not a joke, that's real. A celebrated vegan restaurateur finds her life veering off the rails. Bad vegan. So it's about this woman named Sarma who goes to culinary school, opens up a very successful vegan restaurant in Manhattan and then gets duped by this doucher. And it's like, I've watched three shows now about women getting duped by douchers. And this is my thing. Ladies, stop. If anyone says they can make your dog immortal, that person's got probs. They should probably go. Unless it's real and then send them to me immediately. I watched the first episode and it's crazy. Alec Baldwin's involved somehow, some way. He's having a rough couple months, I'll tell you that much. But it's amazing. Bad vegan, frame, fraud, 
fugitives. Oh, and the best thing is that like, they were on the lam. This this woman and the guy were on the lam, like running, running from the law. You know, the way that they get caught is from a credit card transaction in Tennessee because they went to Domino's. What's that vegan lifestyle at, bro? That's cheese. Fried pepperoni. Can't have that. And I should know because fucking allergy test. Bad vegan, check it out. I started reading a book, well, listening to a book, whatever, called The Paris Apartment. And I will say this, like, I'm sure the book is fantastic, but I really love the audiobook because there are multiple different narrators and it really does paint a picture. But it's a really fun murder mystery whodunit novel. It, you know, it's like a million of those, but it's a New York Times bestseller. The author's Lucy Foley, and here's kind of a quick synopsis. Jess needs a fresh start. She's broke alone and she just left her job under less than ideal circumstances her half-brother ben didn't sound thrilled when she asked if she could crash with him for a bit but he didn't say no and surely everything will look better from paris only when she shows up he's not there the longer ben stays missing the more jess starts to dig into her brother's situation jess may have come to Paris to escape her past, but it's starting to look like it's Ben's future in question. Everyone's a neighbor, everyone's a suspect, and everyone knows something they're not selling. The Paris apartment. It's great. The reason why I like the audible version of this is because every chapter is a, is a different character kind of telling the story of what's happening through the prism of their reality. Really, really good. I'm only probably halfway through it, so I'll give you like a full kind of rundown when I finish. But it's a New York Times bestseller, so, uh, you know, it's it's probably pretty good. Paris Apartment, check it out. Boom. You know what I was about the other day? I was like, I'm glad that I don't have tattoos. And if you got tattoos, that's cool. Sierra's got a bunch of tattoos. But like when I go on Instagram and TikTok and stuff, there's a lot of people that have tattoos that kind of make fun of other people's tattoos. And I was thinking about it like I'm really happy that I don't have tattoos because I wouldn't want other people with tattoos to make fun of my tattoos. And that's one of the reasons why I'm not getting tattoos is because I'm scared of people judging me for said tattoos. And I feel like that's not what you get in the tattoo game to be judged, but it inevitably happens. You know, it used to be that if you had tattoos, that meant you were a bad guy. You were a bad dude. And now if you have tattoos... It just opens up uh, a bunch of vegan IPA Somalis to judge your shit because they have a cooler beard. And uh, I just don't need that in my life. And I was thinking about that the other day because um, I uh, am an idiot. But it's such a weird thing. If you're a car guy, oh, yeah, I'm big into like old Broncos. And then like people with old Broncos were like, your Broncos a piece of shit. I thought you were supposed to be on my team. I thought you were supposed to be pumped about the fact that I have a Bronco. Not that because like my Broncos is as nice as your Bronco. I got to say, I'm about done with TikTok. And when I say I'm about done, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to be because I'm addicted to it, but it's getting very repetitive and I need it to not be anymore. Okay. I need everyone to just make new shit because all I see is the same shit. If I hear that Tom's Diner cover from Suzanne Vega one more time. I am sitting at the counter, at the counter, I am sitting, I am sitting at the counter, cause I'm can't having coffee, and it feels a lot to coffee. If I hear that fucking song one more time, I am going to break someone's phone. Also, why is everyone so into that? It's a cover song. It's not even 
their song. They stole it from somebody. You guys realize that, right? That's a cover. Go listen to the original. Suzanne Vega's great in that song. It's like so indicative of what TikTok is. It's just stealing shit from other people. And that song is like massively famous and it's stolen from someone else. Now, I will say those guys have good voices. Go write your own song, guy. Also, why does everyone promote it? Stop. Just please, TikTok, relax. Also, the, I actually cuss. What's your favorite cuss word? Fuck. <laughs> everyone, what? Why every time I open up TikTok, I gotta watch that. I don't care that the iCarly girl said this one time in an interview in 1997. Why are we listening to this over and over again? Guys, please. It's always the same stuff. And I'll admit, I was even a part of it. The butterfly in the sky one. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Like you're floating around being like, what is life? But then everyone did it. And it's like, ugh. <sighs> but then there are things that happen on TikTok where I'm like, God damn, this is good. Here is a good example of it. This is uh, at Izzy Perry. I-Z-Z-Y-P-E-R-R-I. This is why I'm in TikTok. Let's take this song. Yeah. Love it. Love that song. Chippin', and perhaps make it. Uh huh. What? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Eighties? Yes, please. Oh my God. Small things. The pest code. Yep. Uh huh. Okay, and I know that what I just said was like those that that band's just copying another person's song, and like that's all TikTok is is copying. And maybe it's because, and I realized that I just showed you a video of someone just copying someone else, but he he changed it. One, he took it from you know it's an emo punk song, and he turned it '80s, so he changed it. And it's also not being shoved down my throat every three TikToks, and that's why I love it. And we all used to say it too, that the 80s had the worst music ever. And I'm now realizing that I was so wrong about that. And the 80s have had amazing music. Amazing. Did we get bogged down with a lot of hair metal? Yeah, we did. But was there some other stuff like Depeche Mode and shit like that? Talking Heads? God damn. All right, here it is. I keep, I'm, I'm making it worse because I'm playing the song that I said annoys me. This thing's got 29 million views on YouTube. I am sitting in the morning at the diner on the corner. I am waiting at the Okay. I mean, it is good. I think what annoys me is that the official video for the original has 1,455,000 views. And it's OG. 
Hey, bro, don't fix. Great song. Dude, dude, dude. Anyways, I don't know why it annoys me, but it does. And this is where I live in the world now, guys. So TikTok annoys me. However, there is something on TikTok that I absolutely love. Have you guys heard of the cart narc? So, <laughs> okay, go follow the cart narc on TikTok and Instagram, whatever. So it's a guy that goes to shopping centers. And then when he sees someone not put their cart in like the cart receptacle, that just kind of like leaves it in a space and shit. He goes up to their car and puts like this like flag that says like I'm lazy and don't return the shopping carts. And inevitably everyone gets so angry because if you're a piece of shit enough to not have the common decency to put a cart back, then you are also the same type of piece of shit that will get mad at someone for calling you out for being a piece of shit because you are a piece of shit. And you don't want people to know that you're a piece of shit, but you are a piece of shit if you can't do the thing, which is having common courtesy of putting your shit away. Because you're selfish. You're an only child who never had to share things, doesn't care about anybody else. And these people are so exposed for the trash human that they are. And I love it so much. And they get so angry and they try to fight this guy. And this guy's fast. Every time someone tries to run at him to, to hurt him, he just starts running really fast. And he's like, you can't catch me. I'm too fast. And it's amazing how terrible the world is. And that's where I am today. Ukraine, Corona, people that don't put their carts away. They're not all the same thing, but... It's just, it's an indicative of where we are in the world. And I'm scared of the future. And I don't know if I want to have kids because what world are we bringing them into? You know, this was fun doing this by myself. I really enjoyed it. But you know what? The best part is yet to come. Let's hear from the YFTers out there. Some of your favorite things, huh? Let's open up the Insta. Let's listen to the voice notes. If you could, if you guys did it, probably didn't. Here's some of your favorite things. What's up, Wells and Brandy? What up? It's Ray from Edmonton, Canada. What's Huge up? fan. I've Ray? been listening to the pod since it started. Thanks. Some of my favorite things have definitely been Righteous Gemstones on HBO or Crave if you're Canadian. Love oh my show. gosh. So hilarious. The second season is just fantastic. Definitely recommend that one. I just finished Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, the third season. I don't know. I haven't heard you talk about it, but I'm sure Sarah would absolutely love that show. One song that's always kind of stood out to me, it's a little bit older, um, but it's called Lost on You by LP. They are such an incredible songwriter, musician, singer, just like never fails to really get the, get the toast happen. And finally, the book that I can't get enough of is Yearbook by Seth Rogen. Just a bunch of stories about him growing up. And, you know, you can really imagine it Smoking being weed. read in his voice with that little chuckle. And yeah, definitely one of my favorite things, as always, Seth Rogen. Love you guys. Bye. Love that one, Ray. You touched on a bunch of things that I dig on. Righteous Gemstones is freaking amazing. Danny McBride, obviously, I'm a big 
Adam Devine fan, considering Sarah's working with him right now. Yeah, season two is fantastic. I haven't talked about it much because we talked about season one a lot. But yeah, season two, I think, is actually even better than season one. When it comes to Maisel, you're right. That is much more of a Sarah thing, even though I am a huge fan of that show. But her being from New York and New York kind of being a supporting character on that show lends to Sarah's love of it a little bit more than me. However, I love the stand-up comedy aspect of it. And Rachel Brosnahan is an amazing actress, like just one of the best. LP, I love LP. I actually have interviewed her a bunch of times back in my old radio days. She was the coolest. Been to a million of her shows. Oh, Seth Rogen. I mean, come on. You can't go wrong with Seth Rogen. Hi, Wells and Brandy. My name is Kara. I'm from Hudson, New Hampshire. I just New Hampshire? a couple of my favorite things this week. One of them is the Netflix series Pieces of Her. I don't know if you guys have really touched on that yet, but it's a no. really, really, really great Netflix show. If you get a chance, you should give it a watch. Okay. And another one of my favorite things, which you could probably start a whole different podcast on, is the no. book no more Verity by Colleen Hoover. I'm not sure if Brandy's read it yet. Um, she hasn't mentioned it, which kind of shocks me. But if either of you have not read it, it's not a chick flicky book. It's very suspense and mystery, and it even leaves you in suspense, which actually kind of bothers me, which is one of my least favorite things. Because I need to know the truth. What really happened? Thank you, guys. Love the show. Bye. We all must know the truth. Oddly enough, the Colleen Hoover thing, we've talked about it before. And I do believe that there is a book that she named one of the characters Wells after seeing my dipshit ass on Paradise. And then we've connected weirdly because we're both huge Avit Brothers fans. And we were both at the Avits at the beach in like the Dominican Republic a couple of years ago. So I love Kathleen Hoover and I also do love her writing as well. So I will check that out. Hey, Wells and Brandy. What up? Uh, Rachel from Reno, Nevada. What's up, Rachel? Favorite thing from last night, Supermarket Stakeout. Great show on Discovery Plus. Better than Guy's Grocery Games, in my opinion. Uh, it just has so many weirdos. Like, <laughs> they're just super weird. Um, least fave thing from last week uh -huh. was being so emotional uh, uh -huh. over it. Not about it. Um, my fave song at the moment is Face to Face by Rule. Wells, uh, cue it up. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Have a good gotcha. day. Rachel's not done. She sent some more. So here we go. By the way, I gave Rachel crap because she sent me like all the, inf she just DM'd me and I was like, I need a voice note. And she's like, I'm on the toilet right now. And I was like, pinch it off. Also like another fave thing, um, if you feel like playing more, um, is a hobo butt. <laughs> Last week I was just driving doing errands and this hobo like crosses the street in front of me and no joke, like just has his whole butt. His whole butt. whole butt out. And uh, my boyfriend said maybe he had like a wet fart and was Ooh. like trying to dry, yeah. dry it or something. But yeah, whole, whole butt. There's, whole, there's whole a lot butt. of good hobo um, butts here in Reno. It's like my second one, I think. Here's a question. Is hobo, are we allowed to use that word or is that 
not PC. I don't know, but Whole Hobo Butt is the name of my next band. Also, Wells, just so you know, I voice noted that first one uh, while still on the toilet. So oh, what? It pinched it off. Thank you, Rachel. Hi, Wells. Doing a voice note. Ding, ding. Your favorite thing. My name is Macy and I'm from South Florida. I just finished season two of Euphoria. So that is my favorite thing this week. It was fantastic. Let us know. Did you watch it? It's kind of crazy, trippy. What do you think? There was a lot of hype around it. Too much What hype. do you think? Do you think that there was um, needed to be hype? So yeah, let me know. Ding, ding. Favorite thing, favorite pod. Listen, I get that everyone loves Euphoria and I'm all for it. I know it's an amazing show. I know the actors on it are ridiculously talented. Obviously, Zendaya is fantastic. I watched like the first episode of the first season and I just as a 37-year-old man could not relate to what these kids were doing considering that I thought I was a bad kid in high school. I smoked weed, I skipped class, I drank alcohol, I did sex stuff, because I'm cool. And I'm watching this being like, these, there's like a 12 year old that's like a heroin dealer. I, this can't be real. The other thing that is the reason why I can't watch it, and maybe this is more of a me issue, but there are a bunch of high school kids doing a lot of sex stuff. And that makes me feel uncomfortable. I know they're not that age, but I'm watching it and I feel like a creep. So I don't watch it, but I know everyone loves it. And then everyone's doing that on TikTok. You slept with Jewel? Who's Jewel? Shut up, I can't. But I know everyone loves it, so I'm in the wrong there. But also, a lot of sex for kids. Kind of weird. Hello, Wells, I'm Randy. This is Giselle from Hello, Puerto Giselle Rico. Hello, Giselle from Puerto Rico. My favorite thing right now yeah. is the Adam Project. Thank you for the recommendation, Wells. Oh, the Adam Project. I yeah. love the movie. And my other favorite thing is uh -huh. that it's coming up the Times Traveler Wife show that is coming on HBO Max. Oh, cool. Um, I read the book. I was obsessed. I saw the movie that it came up, but I'm looking forward to see the show um, with the new cast. So I'm looking forward to that. That is my favorite thing right now. Bye. My favorite thing is your uh, accent, Giselle. You could, you could have read the phone book to me, and I'd be like, yeah, that's one of my favorite things, too. How you doing, Wells? Good. Jay from New York. What's up, and dude? My favorite thing is The Last Kingdom on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Amazing series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, amazing. I think we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Here's the tag. As Alfred the Great defends his kingdom from the Norse invaders, Uhtred, born a Saxon but raised by Vikings, seeks to claim his ancestral birthright. The last kingdom, England is born. Yeah, that looks pretty dope. I also didn't know guys listen to the show, so that makes me feel good just in my heart, you know. Um, hi, it's Amanda from Wisconsin. Hi, Amanda Some from Wisconsin. Some of my Wisconsin. favorite things are, I don't know, I really like when my body just healthily digests gluten and oh. yeast and oh. beer and dairy yeah. and broccoli. Must and be nice. Deli meat. Oh. I just, I just love how well I can eat those things oh. and go on with my day. I just feel so, so lucky. Oh. Well, I am from Wisconsin, so I guess I couldn't live here if I if I couldn't eat those things. But anyway, I love you both. Ah, oh, let me get you a ding for that. Hope it's nice. Is it lonely in your ivory tower of happiness and gluttony? of delicious foods and meats and cheeses? Cause I can't live there, I'm a, 
mere peasant at the bottom of your great precipice looking up and saying, Please give me cheese, deli meats, ales, anything, mum. Arms for the poor. I can only eat chicken breast, drink water. Must I start drinking ciders now? Am I going to turn into one of those people that I'm like at the bar being like, let me get a cider. And then everyone looks at you being like, oh, dude, you don't like that. You don't. Stop pretending you do. Anyways, thanks for that, Amanda. I appreciate you. Hey, Wells and Brandy. What this up? is Shannon from Massachusetts. Hey, Shannon. Um, I have a least favorite thing for okay. you guys. Perfect. So I work in a urban middle school. And today I had a behavior intervention group of seven 13-year-old boys. And wow. foolishly, I packed a banana for lunch. Mm. So my least favorite thing was having to eat a banana <laughs> in a room full of 13-year-old boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unding. Unding. Listen, I'm not homophobic, okay? I'm not. Do I not eat bananas because it does look like you're doing a blowy on Big Bird? Yes, that's one of them. But the other reason why it does keep me heartburn. And I know I'm not the only one here because it happens to my sister as well. Not a big banana guy. But here's the thing. I will roll the dice on my, uh, on my sexuality for a push pop. You can think whatever you want of me because your boy will go in on a push pop. Those are good. And a popsicle. And a corn dog, actually. Yeah, any kind of meats and things on sticks, I, I will enjoy, except for bananas. No, thank you. My favorite thing is my friend's new clothing line. If you could follow her at Shop Olive Co., we'd really appreciate it. Oh, not an ad? Probably an ad. But you know what? All right, we'll give it to you. Hi, Wells and Brandy. This is Nicole, and I am from Grapevine, Texas. And this week, my favorite thing I is heard it through Apple the Pay. I went on a walk with my son down the Grapevine Main Street, and I did not have my purse with me. And, of mm -hmm. course, I ended up wandering into some stores. Yeah. And they all took Apple Pay, which was really exciting. And my husband was shocked when I came back with shopping bags knowing I didn't have a purse. So my favorite thing is Apple Pay. Well, I can one-up you there. I don't know if you have the watch, the Apple watch, but if you have the Apple watch that has like the red dial, which means you can go out into the world and you'll still get cellular service. Like it's not daisy chain to your phone. This is the hack. And it's, it's weird because you're, I'm buying Apple products to get away from Apple products, but it's true because I can go out into the world without my phone, just with my Apple watch. If someone calls me, I can take the call on my, on my watch. But I can't look at like Instagram or TikTok or Twitter on my Apple Watch, but I can like look at directions and stuff. And then when I go into stores, I can use Apple Pay on my watch, boom, buy stuff, and I get to kind of like unplug a little bit. I do this all the time, actually. I just wish my Apple Watch could also have like my insurance information and my driver's license so that I could just leave the house with nothing in my pockets. Because that's what I really want. I want to get to a place where I don't have to put things in my pockets anymore. But I love that. Hi, Wells. This is Dominique from what up? Youngstown, Ohio. Youngstown! I have a book recommendation for you oh, that I got after reading The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Ooh, I love that one. Um, so it is called A Darker Shade of Magic Ooh. by V.E. Schwab. And it's kind of similar to Addie LaRue in that there's kind of some magic and some mystery and kind of alternate worlds. Um, very interesting. Hope to hear it in your voiceover voice. So, good luck this week. As a young Antari magician, Kel is one of the last magicians with the rare ability to travel between the four parallel Londons, 
which he calls red, gray, white, and black. Cal officially serves the royal family of Red London, the Maresh Empire, as an ambassador traveling between worlds to deliver messages, letters of importance, and other such news. However, Kel has a secret life as a smuggler, servicing people willing to pay for even the smallest glimpses of magic. It's a risky pastime with dangerous consequences. After a smuggling job goes wrong, Kel escapes to Grey London, where he finds Delilah Bard, a young thief looking for a taste of adventure and a chance something more. Delilah first saves Kel, then captures him, talks him into going with him in a world with magic. It's, of course, unavoidable that things go horribly wrong along the way. The Darker Shade of Magic. That sounds dope. Gonna read that. Thank you, Dominique. Hi, Wells and Brandy. Yo. My name's Tara. Hey, Tara. I'm from Oregon. Cool. And right now, I can't stop reading books. Awesome. Um, I just read Josh Peck's, like... I guess memoir super good highly recommend it's called happy people are annoying i also just it's read the are. perfect marriage by i think her name's like geneva rose highly recommend if you guys like that thriller vibe um love the pod and bye all right cool thanks hi my name's jordan i'm 31 from denver colorado uh some of my up, favorite jordan? things one there's a show it's just has one season. It's called Ugliest House in America, I mm -hmm. think. Anyway, they go through like all the different regions of the U.S. and then they pick the ugliest house from each region. Yeah. And then they all go up against each other. And then the winner gets like $100,000 and help with renovations, which actually doesn't seem like that much. But anyway, oh my God, these houses are insane. You have to see it. It's hilarious. Uh, the host is Donna from Parks and Rec, so it's just great. Um, also, another one of my favorite things is Costco Rotisserie Chicken. It's a really good deal, and it's a whole chicken that can feed, like, a crowd, and I just don't think it gets enough hype because it's such a good deal. Okay, I love you guys. Bye. Dude, a roti chicken? Mm, the best. I'm with you right there. Also, I don't know, if, like, what your chicken salad game's like. I'm talking about chicken salad, like, with mayonnaise, you know, and celery. That type of chicken salad, not like a salad with chicken on it. That's one of my favorite things. I'll get a roti. I'll make a chicken salad with that. And then I'll put it in a bowl. And then I will eat it that day. Because your boy's fat. But I can eat that, I think, with my dietary restrictions. Uh, by the way, Ugliest House in America, you can watch it on Hulu. So there you go. Didn't say where it was from. Hello. My name is Wendy. I'm hey, Wendy. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee. Well, south side of Milwaukee, Oak Creek, Wisconsin. Um, I am... Oak Creek. <laughs> Sorry, Wendy. I think you said you're from Oak Creek, Wisconsin. And in my mind, I feel like there was one day that the creek, uh, like, broke through the dam and someone from Wisconsin was like, Oak Creek! And then that's how they named your town. I could be a jerk about that. Sorry about that. Sending you this, telling you that my most favorite thing right now okay, is, what is watching it? the Tournament of Champion competition on the Food Network with Guy Fieri. Fieri? Fieri. 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 What is his name? Fieri. Fieri. I don't know, guy. He calls it TOC. It's the most awesomest thing in the world. I've watched all three seasons. Can't wait for it to end. Thank you, and I love you guys. When you guys come into Milwaukee, bye. I do love Guy Fieri. Have you ever heard this bit about Guy Fieri not understanding why people rip on him? Can someone please explain to me 
what the hell Guy Fieri ever did to anyone? <laughs> Y'all know who I'm talking about, the celebrity chef? People shit on that dude all the time. <laughs> and as far as I can tell, all he ever did was follow his dreams. <laughs> Do you understand? People are horrible to a television personality and he didn't do anything wrong. Here's what he did do, America. He started a company where he hires everybody. He pays more than minimum wage. He gives health benefits before he has to. He has a nonprofit where he gives pretzel making machines to schools so they can fundraise. I know that one sounds like I made it up, but I swear to Christ, it's true. <laughs> he works with Special Olympics athletes, and if you need a little more sugar with this medicine, he also officiated a gay wedding. Yeah. <laughs> But because he has flames on his shirt, everybody shits all over this dude like he's a member of Nickelback. And by the way, what the hell did Nickelback ever do? <laughs> they made 40 million bros happy? Yeah, you don't want them walking around pissed off. That's how we ended up in this mess. Uh, Wendy from Oak Creek. You got some more for us. Oh, it's Wendy again from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Another favorite thing is I binge-watched the uh, Yellowstone series. Everyone needs a Beth in their life. Beth all the way. Rip and Beth. Yay, yay. See ya. Bye-bye. Hey, Walls and Brandy. Hey. My name is Sam, and I love this pod. Hi, Sam. And I wanted to give you my favorite thing this month. It's a book by Riley Sager called Ooh. Survive the Night. Okay. And it's right up Brandy's alley when it comes to psychological thrillers. It's November 1991. Nirvana's in the tape deck. George H.W. Bush is in the White House, and a movie-obsessed college student, Charlie Jordan, is in a car with a man who might be a serial killer. Survive the night. That looks dope. Gonna read that one. What up, YFT? This is Rachel what from up? Nashville. Hey, Rachel. One of my favorite things is Withco uh, cocktail mixers. Uh, these are delicious and come in a bunch of different varieties. They're also good um, if you mix them with sparkling water. Uh, club soda, something like that, for a mocktail, which is currently where I'm at. Uh, also, Same. this is hashtag not an ad. Mm -hmm. um, love you guys. All right. Whitco? Is that what you said? That sounds pretty good. I'm Stephanie from Washington State, and What's my up, favorite, favorite thing is snuggling my grandbaby and my dogs. You can't beat that. Okay, but we can't replicate that unless we come over to your house and then we snuggle your grandbabies and stuff. And that would be weird, you know? So that doesn't really help. Steph, I love you. Hey, Wells and Brandy. I am excited to share one of my favorite things. Okay. I'm Anne, and I'm from Iowa. Hey, Anne from I've Iowa. been a listener for so long and a huge fan. One of my recent favorite things would be a book series by Rachel Kane. Uh -huh. It's the Stillhouse Lake book series. And I just finished book three. Um, it's five books in the series. And so book three was Wolf Hunter River. It's a really good series. It's about a woman whose husband was a serial killer. Oh. And so if you like murder mysteries, um, suspense type books, they are fantastic. And I have loved all three and I'm super excited for the next two. Thank you. Yeah, that sounds awesome too. So I just saw your story asking for our favorite things and you want voice notes. So I think I'm doing this the way you want. You are. My name is Britt. I'm from Maryland. Hey, and uh, one of my favorite things that just came back is mm -hmm. Outlander, which is phenomenal if you haven't watched. 
Uh, I think it's on its fifth season and it's on Stars. Definitely deserves all the dings. And then um, my husband and I started watching The Last Kingdom on Netflix. Also a period piece. Uh, it's got Vikings in it. Lots of death. Lots of sex. Lots of good stuff. Um, so we're on the third season of that right now. And I think the fifth season just dropped. So again, not a new thing, but also deserves all the dings. Hopefully you guys like them too. Love the baby in the background, just like gurgling. Um, also, Britt, you have a vibe. You like period pieces with lots of sex and murder. And I love that about you. This is Kristen from Gramanan, New Brunswick, Canada. What up? My favorite thing is the book, The Nightingale, Ooh. which I don't think is new, but is new to me and I'm loving it. And I'm also loving documentaries on Netflix, specifically climbing documentaries. Mm -hmm, and same. my least favorite thing is Wells what? recommending the climbing documentary and not giving a heads up for the ending. Well, if I, I hated that ending. That dude, is my least favorite thing. I know. But listen, if Kristen, I think that's what you said your name was. If I said the ending, then that would spoil it. Do you understand? I can't do that. Yeah, I agree with you. That ending sucked, but it's real life, you know? And it's sad, okay? And I'll just tell you, he died. Okay, I'll just, I'll just ruin it for you because whatever. Like we did it. One of my favorite things is audiobooks. Same. Um, I know Brandy gives Wells crap about that all yeah, the time, but up. audiobooks are the best because I can get so much done yep. and learn. The same time. Still enjoy a book. Yeah. And recently, mm -hmm. the book that I've listened to is okay. The Guest List by Lucy oh. Foley, I believe is yeah. her name. I listened to that. It's really good. It's a murder mystery. Mm -hmm. And yeah, my name is Janetta. I realize I didn't say that. And uh, clearly, I'm really not good at this voice memo thing. But I figured I'd try. Yeah, Janetta, I talked about that book, I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago. Great book. I like that one. It's a bad ding. Hi, Wells and Brandy. This is Mariana from Brazil. And my Brazil? favorite thing right now is Lollapalooza. I'm so excited. Oh I get God. to go this Saturday in Brazil. And also, I wanted to ask if you have any tips for me. This is my first festival and uh. my first big event since the pandemic. So, yeah, I'm so excited for Miley. I'm going because of her, but I also uh -huh. want to experience the whole festival thing. And Brandy, are you playing anywhere in Brazil? We're so excited to have you. Well, Brandy is in Brazil right now. That's why she's not on the show. But go to her stories. I'm sure, like, they're showing where where she's playing. But, yeah, she's definitely playing all those things. As a person who used to cover music festivals as a job, um, I do have some suggestions for you. A lot of times there's an app that goes along with the festival. Like Bonnaroo has an app and Coachella has an app. And I imagine Lollapalooza has an app. And you can go in there and you can kind of say the things that you like on the app. You know, it's almost like how Netflix can be like, do you, what shows do you like? And then you'll kind of, you'll check off the bands that you already know you like. And then it'll kind of suggest other bands that you might like because of the bands that you said you did like. And then I would make an effort to go see some of those bands. What I always did at festivals was, unless it was Paul McCartney or Tom Petty, Eminem, a band that like I knew I wanted to sit and watch the entire thing, I would try to only do 20 minutes at a show. Obviously, you want to go and see Miley and go see Miley's entire set, but I would go and be like, I'm going to go catch 20 minutes of this band, and I'm going to go get 20 minutes from this Super Jam over here, and I'm going to get 20 minutes from this DJ set over here, and I'm going to do 20 minutes at the Silent Disco, and I'm going to do 20 minutes, and I'll just bebop around, and that's the, that way you can just experience the most. And then sometimes you'll be like, I'm going to do 20 minutes, and you'll find a band and be like, I never heard of this band before. Then you're like, oh, what is this band? Ben's amazing. And then you can say the entire time. That's my suggestion. Wells. Yes. 
This is uh-huh. a fuck you very much. Okay, here we go. Love Even it. Even though I like you, I still have to say it. Okay. Because every night uh-huh. when I go to sleep, yeah. there's a period of time that I spend uh-huh. being very aware yeah. that my tongue is resting uh-huh. on the top of my mouth. Isn't that annoying? And it eats up precious sleep time. It does. I'm sorry. So, that's all I have to say. This is Maggie. I'm sorry, Maggie. I'm sorry I've done that to you. But here we are. My pain needs to be your pain. That's just how I live. This is Melanie from the Boston area. My favorite things right now are okay. single drunk female on Freeform. Oh, it yeah. has Sophia D'Elia in it. She was in the show called The Mick with D from Always Sunny. Yeah. She's a good actress. I like her. And I really love Hacks on HBO. Yep. I'm not sure if you guys have talked about we that haven't. yet, but it's really good. Okay. Also, I was just wondering if Brandy ever runs into Mary Kay Olsen at horse shows. Love you guys. Thanks. Whoa. Does Mary Kate Olsen do horse shows? Does she horse shows too? I did not know that. That's amazing. We got to ask her. Oh, yeah. I also miss Erotic Grandpa. I liked when you used to introduce and call people's names with the little stories in that voice. Bye. Well, Erotic Grandpa misses you as well. And I think that just about does it for episode 197 of Your Favorite Thing podcast, which, shockingly enough, I'm 97 years old. It's been 40 years since my penis worked. And 43 since anyone's touched it. But since Brandy's gone, I get to be back on the show because she's the one who doesn't like old people. It's senior citizen abuse, and I won't stand it. So to all of you YFTers out there, remember, Erotic Grandpa is always here for you. Even when I'm dead and gone, I will haunt you. <laughs> I think we have time for one more call. Wells, play the clip. And to all you YFTs out there, we love you. This was a fun episode. My favorite thing is the Your Favorite Thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Aww. Love you guys. That was a lot of fun. I feel like that was cool having all you guys on the show. I don't know if I'm going to do it every episode. Please go rate and review. You know the deal. The more stars and the more reviews we get on the Apple and Play stores, the uh, the more people listen to the show. And then the more money we get to make when we sell ads. You know, so I do it. All right. We'll see you. Be good, and uh, if you can't be good, you know, be good at it. Or just be good at covering stuff. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.